Well, good morning. Uh, this is Pastor Michael Brown once again with stories of hope from the heart of our community. Uh, this morning, my guest is Julie Carter. Julie, God bless you. Welcome. Welcome. It's good to have you here. Thank you. It's good to be here. Now, Julie, you're staff. You're on a staff now, right? Yes, I am. Well, what are you doing for, for us here I, at Kalamazoo Gospel Mission? I actually work at the front entrance, helping okay. the people that come in, helping with the donations. Okay. Take them and make sure they get to the right place. And mm -hmm. How long have you been doing that? I got hired in June. Okay, so that's good. So in June, and I love my job. Oh, I was just getting, that was my next question. <laughs> yeah, How do you like it? Because you're always smiling, so you always yeah, make me I, think that you, thank you. you're yeah. happy. I mm. am. I, I am happy. I love working here. I love working with the people. Oh, good, good. Well, that's the kind of person we want working here, somebody who sees it as a calling, you know, and someone who knows what the power of God can do. How did you get here to the Gospel Mission? Well, I was staying with my sister, and then she had to put everybody out. She was mm -hmm. having someone come redo her her house, mm -hmm. and I had nowhere else to go. Oh. So my actually my church family, mm -hmm. my pastor and his wife came here mm -hmm. because they didn't want me to come here unless they be you know walk through first. Sure. So they came and toured the place with Miss Keisha. Mm -hmm. And so then they brought me here. Okay. You mind me asking what church you go to? I go to Bethel Baptist. Okay. We uh -huh. are um, out in Parchment. Uh -huh. They um, are affiliated with the mission. Okay. We're big supporters of the Kalamazoo Gospel Mission. Good, good. Yep. So they, they liked it here, mm -hmm. you know, and they liked what they saw, and so then they, they had you to come down. Yeah. So what was things like when you got here? While I was... Nervous, because you know I was bashful and shy anyway. Mm -hmm. So I was scared. I didn't want to be here. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. I'm, I'm assuming like any other person, you know. Yeah. Ashamed uh -huh. that I had to come here, of all places, you know, when I have all this family around. Right. So yeah, it was scary. So in hindsight, now now thinking back and knowing what you know about Kalamazoo Gospel Mission right now. What do you think about that? you think it was a good choice for you? Yes, it was a great choice for me. Okay. It actually um, brought me closer to God. Mm -hmm. So my, my religion picked up, you know, my, mm -hmm. with God, my relationship, that's what it is. My relationship with God increased. I enjoyed going to chapel when I didn't have to go. Uh -huh, I still uh -huh. went. Um, yeah, I just enjoyed it. And, you know, GS, I was up in the GS. Okay. Uh -huh. And... There is two of the staff that are up there would, mm -hmm. you know, they preach, you know, the gospel to sure. us, which helped me because I enjoyed it. Now, for our listening audience, what is GS? Um, Good Samaritan. Okay. Uh-huh. Which I never put that together with the Bible. Mm-hmm. And when they had Good Samaritan in the Bible, I never put that together. Okay. But, you know, being here in a ministry... And when they told me that it was Good Samaritan, I thought that was awesome. Uh-huh. Did you ever think you'd be working at a ministry? No. I didn't. Actually, this was not my line of work. Mm -hmm. I, my line of work was working with children mm -hmm. and factory work. But then when they offered me the job, mm -hmm. and I took a job, and I got to start knowing people and seeing how some really needed help. Yeah. 
um, and who are more worse off than me, mm -hmm. then I got that opportunity to get to know people and help them the best I could. Mm -hmm. And it's just a wonderful feeling. And, and so, uh, well, that was part of the question I was going <laughs> to ask. So um, just how does it make you feel being able to have an opportunity to pour into the lives of other people the way that people have poured into your life since you've been here? I um, think it's wonderful. I think that God brought me here for a reason. Okay. And everything that happens, I think, is, you know, God God has control. Mm -hmm. So me coming here um, was a good thing. It was a successful thing for me. And uh -huh. it has just opened doors that I never thought would open for me. You're learning much while you're here. They're teaching you any new skills down on the front desk? Anything? Yeah, well, I can answer the phones. And I never, <laughs> I mean, I, I can multitask more than what I used to be able to. Uh -huh. And I really enjoy that. And I, I, I open up a lot more. Uh -huh. I don't just sit back and not talk. Okay, well, so, that's a good thing. Yeah. So did, uh, now, I know usually when people are talking about coming to the gospel mission, one of the things that's on their mind is, uh, man, I don't know. What is the food going to be like down there? Well, that, that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, depending on um, who's cooking, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. So, is it is it decent food? I mean, you know, you. Um, it uh, is. Uh huh. To a, well, there's a lot that they cook I can't eat. Oh. Because okay. I'm diabetic. Oh. So okay. I can't, and they don't they don't have a diabetic menu. That's something we need to look at. Yeah, because there's okay. a lot of diabetics here that I have noticed and okay. working here as well. Well, I'm glad you bring that up. That'll give us something to look at. Yeah, because, mm -hmm. um, but other than that, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, the kitchen staff is really friendly, mm -hmm. and they do try to help the best they can. If you need something, they will get it for you. Mm -hmm. um, and the director, he's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. he has... Asked me to cook a couple times because yeah. I have cooked and brought stuff in for other people, uh -huh. and they tell them how good it is. So Randy uh, does a great job. Yes, he yeah. does. I do really like Randy. Uh huh. You know, if you want something special or you know something different, mm -hmm. he will work on trying to make that happen. Oh, good. So, yeah, good. he works with the guests and. Uh -huh. And the other staff here, so yeah, I really like him. I like the kitchen staff too. Uh -huh. I think they do a wonderful job. Sometimes people don't get recognized, uh -huh. Uh -huh. and the kitchen staff don't really get rec recognized. Oh, okay. And I just think that they need recognition because they they do a wonderful job, and I'm sure it's stressful being in the kitchen, you know, cooking, preparing meals, and mm -hmm. so yeah. Now, the whole time that you've been down on the front desk, we've had the new single point of entry, right? So you weren't here before the new single point of entry went into place. Mm -hmm. How safe does it feel for you down there? You know, with being knowing that uh, the bulletproof glass, sorry, the bulletproof glass is up, mm -hmm. that makes me feel safe. Uh -huh. but sometimes I put myself in danger not realizing it because if somebody's being hurt, I want to go help. And I got to okay. remember, let the other people go help. You just call out for the ambulance. Uh -huh. And mm -hmm. that actually happened over the weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, somebody mm -hmm. was fighting, and I went out there. Mm -hmm. And they had to let me know, no, you stay in there, so I'm safe. Yeah, we want you safe. We can always call 911. Uh, we can always call the men's division and get somebody over there that... Uh, 
that's able to take control of the situation, evaluate it, and get the right people there. We want you to be safe. Yes. Okay. I know it's hard for me to separate the two mm-hmm. because I'm a person that always likes to help others. Well, that's because of the heart that God has given you mm-hmm. to help people, which makes you perfect for the job, actually. You know, because you care about people and you know what it is that you would need if you were in that situation. Yeah. So you want to make sure that people have that as well. Mm-hmm. How does it feel? You? How does it make you feel when you hear that, you know, don't go down the gospel mission and people, they don't, you know, they don't take care of nobody. They, they got attitudes and all that. What is, how does that make that you feel? That makes me feel um, really upset now that I've been here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is why I didn't want to be here is because we let our church let um, some of the kids from here come to our to our ministry a mm-hmm. couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and they were awful. Mm. And and that reflects on the parents not taking care of them or right. the, them seeing the parents do wrong. They were fighting. They were cussing. They were. Mm. And it scared our children at the church that uh-huh. they, they weren't coming back, so we had to quit letting them come down. Uh-huh. So recently, for the last two weeks, I've been taking I've taken three children to the church, and they've okay. been pretty well good. Okay. So I'm going to stick with them three. Now, your church still comes out and supports the mission, don't yes, they? Yes, they do, actually. Um, they're supposed to be getting with, because we have a new pastor. Oh, good. Okay. Um, we're supposed to be getting. They're supposed to be getting with Matt Furrow. Yes. Mm-hmm. And see, this pastors they don't know that we volunteer here. Mm-hmm. And our um, speaker, the one that orchestrated, he just moved. He moved to Florida for a oh, different okay. position. So uh-huh. they're in the process of working that out. Okay, so you've got a new pastor there. Yeah, he's been here for a year. What's his name? Sean Ryan. Sean Ryan. I need to meet him. Yeah. Yeah. He would like that, I think. I would like that very much. I'll tell uh, Caressa to reach out to him and uh, so set up a time when he and I can get together. I always like to have the churches to be involved here Mm -hmm. because it gives them an opportunity to come down and have a relationship uh, with the people that are here. So when they do show up at your church to worship, Mm -hmm. you know, then the pastor has a relationship with them. And uh, that just helps so much, you know, because, you you know, developing a relationship with the people you're trying to serve is key. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, without relationship, you you end up with, you know, the kind of things that you were talking about. Um, And then then the pastors or whatever church it is, they feel that they can't correct anybody. They can't talk to the pastors because, I mean, to the parents because they don't have a relationship, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. It is. But yeah, I think he would like that. He um, has come down a couple times and has, ta- has talked to a couple people, but um, he hasn't actually, I don't, he hasn't actually talked, well, I know he hasn't talked to you, obviously. <laughs> but um, we have, our church has come in and they have served, mm-hmm. served food. They have uh, ministered here. Mm-hmm. And they did praise here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they, I mean, they would like that, I think. Have you, have you ever gone on any of the outings that they have for the kids? Uh, that um, uh, uh, kindness acts? Uh, I don't think so. I think I'm working when you guys do that. Okay. What shift do you work? 
I work all different shifts. Oh, okay. I really do. I, most of them are four to six. Uh-huh. And then I work four to 12 on Friday. And then I work eight to four Saturday and eight to four every other Sunday. Okay, so you do get time to go to worship yes. at your church. Good. Yes, I do. Every other Sunday I go, and we have Zoom, so I can oh, watch, definitely great. watch it on there as well. That's yeah. great. That's great. I, I want to make sure that we are rotating people so that they get to go to their church, yeah. you know, and we can always do that so that one person is not just uh, every Sunday. That was my biggest nice. thing when I first started. Mm-hmm. And they said, you have to work Sundays. I said, then we need to figure something out because that's taking me away from church. That's right, and we don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, it's like nothing can come in between the relationship with me and God. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that just can't happen. So they figured it out, and then I moved to a different shift. But the Sunday was overnight, and I just couldn't do that because mm-hmm. I have medicine to take at night, and I'd be sleeping, so I wouldn't be much help. Yeah. So, 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 Julie, what would you say to a person who is listening to this program and they have been thinking about coming to the gospel mission, but like you, they have reservations, you know, they, it's, it's the fear of the unknown, mm-hmm. you know, what would you say to that person? I would let them know that this is a safe place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, we do take care of the guests. Mm-hmm. You know, if they need something, we're right there for them. Mm-hmm. It's not as bad as what you hear on the outside. Yeah. Because you hear bad things about the mission on the outside, yeah. which scares people. Yeah. I mean, most of it is they don't like the rules that they have to follow. Uh-huh. But that's, the rules are in place to keep you safe. Exactly. You know, and I don't care where you live. I mean, I, I'm paying for my home, and I got rules. Ask mm-hmm. my wife. She'll tell you. <laughs> she, most of them she put in place. Right. So, <laughs> so wherever you are, whatever you're doing, there's rules. And, and like oh. you pointed out, you know, the rules are here to keep you safe, you know, to keep your children safe. Yeah, especially. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I just think it's, uh, it, it breaks my heart sometimes when I hear some of the stories uh, in the community that I know aren't true and, and that I know sometimes the people who are telling those stories, they know that they're not true, mm-hmm. you know, but they, they keep wanting to just stir things up. But uh as I said, you know, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you got to have rules to make sure that everybody is safe. Yeah. Yeah. I think the hardest thing for me about my job is when somebody comes in and it's freezing and they can't come in because we're full. Mm-hmm. It, it hurts me to have to tell them we can't have them here. Yeah. Then that's the hardest thing. I, I especially if they got kids, that's the hardest thing for me to have to say to them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, recently, um, within this last year anyway, uh, COVID had a lot to do with that mm-hmm. uh, they, because uh, the numbers of people that we're allowed to have, you know, was uh, lessened. And then the fact that we're going through this building project, mm-hmm. uh, then th- there again, you know, there's other space that we normally would have that we don't have right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited because I know that somewhere around October, maybe around the middle of October, we're going to have a new facility. We'll have space. And hopefully after that time, I, we won't see a time for a while anyway that we're not turning to people. I mean, that we are turning people away. Yeah. Uh, hopefully don't want to do that. Uh, you know, I wish that there was enough sensitivity that, um, that we had a little bit more leverage about 
spaces that we can make available to people, mm -hmm. but uh, we just can't, you know. Yeah, so it's yeah, hard. Again, it's hard for us. I and yeah. um, you know, of course, people don't understand, mm -hmm. and um, it's just like all we can do is pray for them. Yeah, you know, um, it, it, for you coming here to work, uh, coming here before you came here to work when you first came, because there was a place. Um, for you, that you needed a safe place to be and all of that. And uh, there were people who really didn't know Julie. Yeah. You know, they didn't know Julie, but they were the ones that were making sure that this place was here mm -hmm. so that Julie and the next Julie that comes on would have a safe place to be. What would you say to those people? To the people that are here? Well, I always tell people in my testimony when I tell it in the chapel room, mm -hmm. Lean on the staff. Mm -hmm. The staff here yeah. are here to help. Mm -hmm. And these are the same people that you guys are, you know, abusing, you know. Mm -hmm. And, but they're the ones that are going to be here to help you. Yeah. And, and that's what I say. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't for some of the staff here, mm -hmm. I don't think I'd have been as far as I was. Okay. Because, you know, I had a lot of things happening, so. Yeah. And I had them to lean on. And to the people who donated to help make sure this ministry was here, to, to, what would you say to those people? I would thank them very much because uh -huh. it helps us all. It having does. them help us. Mm -hmm. And then it does help. And then now you're helping. Yes. You know, so you've, you've come the gamut. You know, you came in needing help, and now you're at that place where you're able to help. Yeah. How good does that make it you feel? It makes me feel wonderful. Uh-huh. You know, helping other people, I think, is, is what God wants me to do. Now, you've been on staff since, I think you said June. Yes. You have got to have a story. You have got to have a story about someone that you came in contact with that came in needing help and you were able to help them. Well, yeah, I do, actually. Without um, calling any I names. I won't say no names. One of the girls that was here before I got here... Um, me and her are like best friends now. Mm. And she wasn't going to church and she wasn't reading her Bible and she was going down the wrong path. Mm -hmm. And I talked with her and we started being together all the time and mm -hmm. she's changed her life. Good, you good. Know, she goes to my church with me. And okay. She doesn't do what she was doing. And uh -huh, she's yeah. become a lot better person. Yeah, and she can probably see her growth. She can probably see her growth Yeah, now. she does. And life is probably a lot, lot um, more, how do I want to say this, less confusing, mm -hmm. uh, less challenging, because she's probably let go of a whole lot of things that she was doing that was creating challenge for her. And we have the same same thing in common, really, with... We both have lost our mom. Mm, Her okay. more recent than me. I lost my mom 18 years ago. Mm -hmm. But the pain doesn't ever go away. Yeah. So we can lean on each other at mm -hmm. that time. Yeah. So that also helps. Mm -hmm. What would you say? And I, and I guess I should have probably get this kind of question. I probably should have asked you ahead of time, but I don't like to ask people questions before the show yeah. because I want their responses to be genuine you know yeah. I don't want to load the questions or anything but tell me something about the faithfulness of God the faithfulness of God mm -hmm. 
I say is he's always there. Mm-hmm. I mean, no matter what you do, mm-hmm. what you do wrong, as long as you have had him come into your heart, mm-hmm. he's there. He forgives you, and he understands, mm-hmm. and he, that that's faithful to me. He's faithful yeah. because he never turns his back. You know, we were you at chapel this morning? No, I wasn't. Boy, you missed a really good message this morning. It was uh, the message was uh, um, the faithfulness. Uh, no, the love of God is is what it was. The love of God was the message this morning, and uh, I'm telling you, it's just such a powerful message, and uh, all, all for our staff chapel, and even our staff need to hear that, you know. Yeah. So we, we have a staff chapel where we have pastors come in from the community, and they... Um, and they'll speak to our staff because our staff need to be encouraged too. Now. <laughs> I mean, you know, we we have to stay built up and continue to grow in the Lord. You know, if not, uh, you I don't think you could do this job. Yeah, you know, you if you weren't, you know, that's why I always encourage the staff to stay in your Word. You know, mm-hmm. continue to pray, have re- a thriving relationship with the Lord. You know, and that's where your strength comes yeah. from. And I am. I um, actually do a Bible study with someone normally on Mondays. Mm-hmm. Um, I do children's ministry at our church okay. every Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And it's wonderful seeing them kids, just how, how they grow. Uh-huh. And then I do normally go to the staff chapel here. Mm-hmm. I am here every Tuesday night helping Without saying the name, helping the guy that does the chapel. Okay, uh-huh. I read for him so he can give the word. Okay. And that helps him. Um, so And I come try to come to chapel, but being as I don't live here now, it's hard yeah. to get here. Uh-huh. Chicago, it's hard to get up that early. Okay. All right. Well, God's going to work that out for you. Yeah. You know, because you're such a um, just such a wonderful part of this ministry. You're so encouraging, you know, not only to the guests that come here, but you're encouraging to the rest of the staff. Uh, the, the Your beautiful smile, you know, you can just see the love of God all over you, you know, and uh, just how God is working in your life, you know. And you are a great representation of what God can do in, in your life, you know, if you let him, oh, yeah. you know. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you uh, have heard something during this program and God's moving on your heart to help this ministry, whether it be a part as a volunteer or whether you want to donate uh, to this ministry financially or if you got a vehicle you want to donate or just any kind of way you want to help support this ministry, you can give us a call at 269-345-2974. That's 269-345-2974. You can check us out on our website at www.kzoogospel.org or just Google Kalamazoo Gospel Mission. One way or the other, you can find us and communicate with us. If you need help from this ministry, if you need prayer, just give us a call and one of our staff will be happy to pray with you. Uh, Julie, it's just been a pleasure to talk to you this morning. I want to thank you so much for coming down and just helping to tell your story to encourage someone else. Can I pray with you before we go? You absolutely can. Well, Father, right now, I just thank and praise you for Julie. God, I thank you that you sent her uh, here to us. And while as I hear Julie 
tell her story, God. She talks about uh, how this ministry has helped her. But God, I believe you sent her here to help us. And so it's been a blessing all the way around, and I thank you for it. I pray that you continue to teach her, God, from your word. Continue to allow her to feel your love, God, all over her. And just continue, God, to, uh, to build her up and uh, uh, let her know the love that you have for her. Father, I pray for my listening audience this morning. Uh, for everyone that's tuned into this program, God, I pray that you bless them. I pray for those, God, who are struggling in life that you would cause them to just take a moment and pray and ask for your intervention in their situation. I pray, if they, uh, I pray God, that if they need help or if they need um, encouragement that you would uh, allow them or direct them, God, to call Kalamazoo Gospel Ministries and get the encouragement, get the help that they need. And I just pray, God, that you would bless them from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet, God. We know you love them. We know you love us. And God, we just worship you in everything that we do. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. God bless you for tuning in today. This has been a, uh, Pastor Brown with my guest, Julie Carter, uh, with another segment of Stories of Hope from the heart of our community. We'll see you here next week, same time. God bless.